Welcome to The Laundry Hour, a podcast encouraging stay-at-home moms to fulfill their God-given and extraordinary purpose in their seemingly ordinary lives. I'm your host, Jamie Williams. Last time on The Laundry Hour, we started our series of biblical motherhood. To understand who we are and our role as mothers, we must go straight to our maker. God made humans to reflect his image, nature, and likeness. At their core, women reflect God in two main ways, as helpers, as wives, and life givers, as mothers. What's beautiful is that giving physical life is only one way we can be a life giver. As we continue the series, we will discuss those other ways we can give life to others. But first, another pivot. Yesterday, my husband and I read the whole book of Acts. Three-ish hours later and 28 chapters, we felt very accomplished, but we also felt full of so much goodness. Starting in Acts chapter 1 verse 9 and continuing throughout the whole book, this concept of witness stood out to me. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. The apostles and disciples were given the charge to witness. About what? About Jesus. About what they've seen and heard. They walked with him, learned from him, saw the miracles he performed, watched him die. He appeared to them when he rose, and he gave them their final instructions. Now we could say, well, we didn't witness those things taking place. But if you have a genuine and living relationship with the risen Christ, then there have to be things that you've witnessed him do in your life and the lives around you. Do you remember the first time you believed? When was the last time you had a personal encounter with God? What's the last word you heard him say? Have you seen any miracles lately? Any answered prayers? Have you felt the spirit move? These aren't things that only the special experience. These are things anyone who follows Jesus should experience. The wonderful thing is that the gospel is good news of God's grace. Because of Jesus' finished work on the cross, we can be forgiven of our sins. Those sins that we committed before we chose to follow Christ, but also those sins that we commit daily. Even those sins of not pursuing him like we should, or being his witness like we should. Wherever we acknowledge ourselves, believer or non-believer, we all find ourselves at the same place, the foot of the cross. Can I share some good news with you? There is life, freedom, joy, forgiveness, adoption, healing, satisfaction, and purpose, or whatever you need at the foot of the cross. I don't know if you've grown up in church hearing about Jesus your whole life, life like I have. I don't know if you've prayed the prayer, gotten baptized, attend church regularly, or serve ministries. I don't know if you have even ever stepped foot in a church, but I'm sure you've heard of Jesus before, but I don't know what you've heard about him. It's possible you've heard, you're going to hell, or love the sinner, hate the sin, or Jesus loves you. I don't know if you've been hurt by the church and it's causing you to also run away from Jesus or all things organized or religious. You may consider yourself a spiritual person. Whoever you are, whatever you consider yourself, can I ask you a question? Do you feel whole? Are you searching or pursuing or seeking for something or someone that can fill that void? I'm sorry if that sounds cliche, but it only sounds that way because it's true. 
All of us are searching for something. Scripture says that God has put eternity in our hearts, that he made himself visible to all people everywhere through the things that he has made, that we might feel our way towards him. We felt the longing, the emptiness, the need to understand who we are and what we're here for. But in our searching, we found sex, drugs, work, money, fame, or how about I try something a little more normal? Relationships, the desire for more, the need to be known. What about community, blessings, or church involvement? Even if God is in those things, or if he created them, even if, there are, even if they are not altogether bad, we will never find what we're looking for in them. That's the bad news. But here's the good news. We can find them in Jesus. We can be wholly satisfied, fully known, and deeply loved. We can have what we've always wanted. Isn't that good news? But is the good news only about, what get, about getting what we want? No, it's actually about getting what we need. The need is what our hearts are crying for, what eternity keeps saying inside us, why we must feel our way towards him because God is what we need. Life, freedom, healing, and joy are all great, but they are nothing without God, but they are everything and more with God because God is life. Scripture says that knowing the one true God and Jesus Christ whom he has sent is what life is all about. See how I brought in that biblical motherhood? You're welcome. (laughs) I want blank. You can fill in the blank with whatever you say you want. But whatever that is, is only a way of saying, I need God. The good news is that we can have what we've always needed. We can have God. But how? 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 Because of Jesus. Because of the cross. Our sin separates us from God. We were created to be in relationship with God and live forever. We couldn't earn our way back, work our way back, or fight our way back. We were hopeless. Headed for eternal separation, which is hell, by the way, without him. Forever. But God sent Jesus. And he never sinned. So he could earn work and fight for us to get back to him. How? There goes the cross. Scripture says the wages of sin is death. Whoa. Our disobedience, opposition, and offenses towards God deserve death. So Jesus died instead. But then he rose. He took sin on himself, and sin and death now just become words. They have no power on us. So now... There is nothing standing in our way from having everything we've ever needed and wanted except us. We've been offered good news of forgiveness, relationship, and purpose, excuse me, but now we have to receive it. We have to believe in Jesus and follow him with our life. Yeah, it costs our life. But did we really have a life to begin with? (laughs) Weren't we always longing for things that could never satisfy? Kind of sounds like insanity to me. But really. Now, following Jesus isn't easy. And if it is easy for you, I don't think you're doing it right. Because it requires sacrifice and obedience and probably looking stupid to the world. But following Jesus is 
always better. Always. So stop searching. Jesus is what you're looking for. All that you've ever wanted, all that you've ever needed is found in Jesus Christ. Wherever you acknowledge yourself, believer or non-believer, we all find ourselves at the foot of the cross. Can you pray with me? Jesus, I never knew that you were what I've been searching for. That you are what I need. I need you. I need what you offer. I'm willing to give up my life in order to find my life in you. Whether I've known you my whole life, known of you my whole life, or just heard about you, I want to know you for myself and finally live. Thank you for being all I've ever needed. In your name, amen. Instead of subscribing and sharing, can you reach out to me today? It doesn't have to be on social media. I know that's like, wah! But you can send me a personal email at jamie, J-A-I-M-E, loves, L-O-V-E-S, oils, O-I-L-S, at gmail.com. I don't want this conversation to end. I want it to begin and continue because this is the beginning of life. Assuming everything goes planned, next time we will continue our study into biblical motherhood. And I'll see you in the laundry app, in the laundry room, ha, for the laundry hour. I love you.